Hello, and welcome to the Stern Chats Seasons 8 and 9 finale. I'm Daniel Yellen. This is our traditional host farewell episode. But before we jump into that, I just want to say a few things. First, you'll hear that Stern Chats has a new sound this week, and I want to thank MBA2 Jesse Hahn for writing the awesome music you'll hear on the show going forward. Second, thank you to our brilliant marketing team for Stern Chats' new logo and rebrand, which you hopefully saw when you clicked on today's episode. Third, a huge congratulations to my fellow graduating team members, Marcin Skok, Yuting Mao, Abhinav Palash, Tiffany Lin, Lauren Marinaro, Melanie Gonzalez, and Kathleen Dillon. Finally, thank you to you, our listeners, for another great year. Maham, Tiffany, and I are going to start off this conversation, and then Lauren, Kathleen, and Melanie are going to bring us home. Now let's go. All right, so Maham and Tiffany, welcome to Stern Chats. It's good thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of, of course, we're of course we're joking. This is our host farewell episode, and so this is just an opportunity for the six of us to reminisce about the year and talk about what we think went well and what we learned from being on the show. So I think it'll be a, a fun little conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back and, and reflect on all the beautiful memories we have from doing this. And it's it's fun being on the other side of this. Uh, I guess, proverbial chair. Um, excited to be asked questions. Yeah, we're going to get to do more talking in the next 15, 20 minutes than we've gotten to do, <laughs> to do in most episodes so far this year, um, which would be nice. We get to say our piece. Though we have had some guests who have kind of turned the tables and asked us questions before, which has been shocking and fun. So, um, Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm thinking back to that first episode where we were able to introduce ourselves and I feel so nostalgic now to be full circle doing doing the closing now. I mean, that was only like eight and a half, nine months ago, but it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, Had no idea, at least what I was doing. I remember kind of signing onto Squadcast and just being like, well, okay, <laughs> let's see how this goes. And and back then I used to make all these jokes um, about how I was recording from my closet and they started getting stale after a while, and I thought maybe by the end, I wouldn't be doing that anymore. But here I am, standing in my closet, well, in the recording closet. the final episode <laughs> of the year for Stern Chats. It's it's evolved, though. You you now have a blanket. I feel like you've really perfected the whole entire setup. It, the blanket like really soaks up the sound. It's amazing. Yes, I have a professional quality uh, blanket used <laughs> for, for dampening the sound, I guess. Um. It's not professional quality. <laughs> you should get a blanket that says Stern Chats. That should yeah, have been what our swag was. I would. I wish I bought that for you. I feel like that would have add, added so much production value to this. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got the we've got the new logo coming out, so that'll be a new opportunity to get some to get some high quality swag <laughs> lined up. So that's exciting. Alum get uh, access, right? Oh yeah, of course, of course. I think that the past. Uh, powers that be in the Stern Chats universe would be very mad if they didn't have access to the new merch when we eventually have it out. So so let's let's jump in. So let's start off with 
the most obvious question is let's talk about our favorite memories from Stern Chats from the past year. Um, Maham, let's start with you. Oh, wow. Putting me on the spot. But there's so many. Honestly, I think what I've loved about doing Stern Chats this past year has been getting to know my classmates in a format that's less, it's, I guess it, it, uh, begets deeper conversations and allows them to really shine as powerful, interesting, remarkable people who've done things that are um, so beyond my my personal experience. And so, just I, I think about talking to to RJ, you know, about um, his work in curating street art, or Megan and being a you know a professional level ballet dancer. I mean, it's incredible, you know, Isabel as well. And so, I for me, I, I would just say that. If I could, you know, call all those memories one memory, it would just be having that experience really overall of, of talking to classmates and um, getting to know them. Yeah, I think the experience of getting to know your peers in a different way and just really sitting and listening to them for 45 minutes versus needing to necessarily feel like you need to add your piece to the conversation or contribute where you can just be a sounding board and just ask questions has led me to learn a lot about people who I thought I knew. That's yeah. not true. Actually, I feel like, you know, we learn about active listening in LIO and managerial skills in our classes here, but I feel like every single time was an actual practice, active listening to your guest and really trying to just pay attention and then kind of go with the next question and hear what they have to say, which I think was a really special opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I think having a, a format or just space for other people to really showcase themselves. And it's made me really think about how we interact and, and how formats like Stern Chats or, or others, you know, uh, force or necessitate a kind of that listening and that that space for people to just be themselves in a way that's more candid in a way uh, than than otherwise. And, and we mentioning LIO Tiffany at the beginning of the our time at Stern at launch we did our listening exercise where we just had to sit there quietly while someone talked for I think it was three minutes five minutes seven minutes um, and and just sitting with that silence was really difficult. And to actively engage and just nod and smile and really try to soak up what somebody is saying. And, you know, that level of discomfort is is totally gone, at least for me, in partially doing this, partially just because we practice in our classes. But I think just even having that lesson at the beginning of school kind of signaled to me that there is a lot to be learned from doing something like this. 100 percent i will say being able to nod helps a lot here Um, (laughs) and smile i remember that activity where they're like no expressions no movement and i that was so uncomfortable for me here i can nod as much as i want and smile back at them um i think that really helps but no i really do think daniel what you're saying there of the difference between trying to sit and just kind of think about or not actually not even think about just kind of let someone's words flow over you and not react as much feels so so much easier now compared to that day where I remember just basically wanting to jump up from my chair just be like I understand you I understand what you're saying yeah 100% Tiffany do you have any other 
favorite memories from the show? I no, I Maham, you you kind of just encapsulated I feel like it I so took well. It all. <laughs> <laughs> just ditto, but I I think you know it was amazing kind of getting to a chance to talk more with the community and I guess on the opposite side getting a chance to be in such a virtual intimate setting with different people and Daniel I think we shared the most um episodes together at least for me I don't, Maham I don't think we even got a chance to host no at all which I'm really sad about now um but I felt like there's something really special about just sharing that time going back and forth trying to read each other's facial expressions of who's going to ask the next question who wants to jump in and then having had a chance of course to really get to know that person on the other side um yeah, it's not one memory, but just I think that will really stick with me for a long time, especially during COVID when I felt like I couldn't get enough connections at all. Like I felt so isolated and alone. So it was a really nice time every single time. Hmm. I think that's so beautiful for you to say it in that way. I mean, it is a way to connect and it's, I think, the listening aspect if it forces a, an intimacy that's not, uh, that almost is better than what you can have in person. That's really nice. Yeah, I think because we're craving it so much this past year, it felt extra special when we got this time together and we put in extra effort to make sure we were ready for interviews and that you know we were there for each other because this show doesn't have to have a two-host model, but I think it was built that way partially just because of how Sherry and Frank, who founded the show, wanted to do it together. But I think we keep it because it's a good opportunity to build something with someone else and to have that shared experience where, um, you know, there's more than one person who's just going to have each episode as like their child. Um, so it has more people invested and more people involved. And in business school, like there's no reason to limit experiences and make them more exclusive. I think that right. the when you can share them with more people, they end up being better for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if I was going to think of a favorite memory, again, like, I think I just said children, like, I can't choose a single episode. I can't choose a single guest just because, you know, they're all different and interesting. And there are different reasons we have different conversations and things we get out of them. Um, I mean, there's, there's just cool opportunities to talk about things with professors that aren't related to class, like uh, Tiffany, when you and I got to talk to Michael Posner about um, his work with um, Peter Gabriel and you know, getting to ask, uh, you know, our classmates about what they did before Stern. And I got to talk to Caroline O'Connor, who's the COO of the Miami Marlins and totally different experience and career than anyone else I've had the opportunity to talk to. So everyone just brought something special to the table and choosing one would be unfair to any of the others and is also very much a cop-out in terms of this that's question. A, that's a very <laughs> diplomatic answer coming from Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll give it to you. I think that's okay. Daniel, I remember um, when we were preparing specifically for that Michael Posner interview and you mentioned Peter Gabriel and you're like, I, I would really love to take this question and like being very kind about it. But you were basically being like, I need to ask this question. Please let like, I, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to let you do it in a very nice way. And I think 
something like that too. Those types of preparations, I was like, of course, like go for it. You prepared for it so much. The kind of inner child of excitement that we don't get to showcase that much anymore, I think, really gets to come out when there are guests who are like, I could never ask this of you if I just met you on the street, right? Like you can't just be like, oh my gosh, I love you. Can you like answer this one question I really want to know? Um, that was actually really cool too. I would I can definitely comment on Daniel's inner child coming out in stern chats only because I know he <laughs> loves it so much. And um and I I feel like I've seen him now in other contexts, you know, talking about you in the third person, seeing you in other contexts, being able to exercise the skills that you've developed here. So I know this has meant a lot to you personally. <laughs> Thank you. And that actually brings me to a second question, which is what's something that you've learned from being a um, uh, Stern Chats host? This will be a very, I think at a very personal, like just skill development level, my ability to kind of public speak or in this sense, it's like a semi-public kind of private speak. The first episode I did, I truly don't remember anything. I blacked out, had my heart rate went from, you know, the usual 68 to I think it was 100. I looked at my Fitbit after and it asked, I think, thought I exercised. I was like, no, I stood and asked questions. Um, and now it, it goes up, but it's not as bad. So I think being able to, to kind of be more present and not be so panicked was a huge, huge learning opportunity for me. Um, I, I think it was just practice too. I, it was not there's nothing I could have done before. I guess I should probably meditate before I do these, but I'm usually too panicked trying to think about, okay, are these all the right questions? Are they going to be comfortable? So it's a it's a work in progress, but I think that's one big thing for me. I don't black out during these anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. <laughs> um. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to build off of that because just looking at Daniel, it reminded me of a moment where Daniel and I had a conversation offline um, about in interviewing and how so much of it is turning up and listening and asking the question that is sort of right in front of you that, you know, often in, in polite conversations you might skirt around or you might not want to ask and just being comfortable asking that and um, that was a conversation we had because I think I told him, I'm like, Daniel, you know, I don't know if I can do certain interviews. Like, I'm not an expert in this area. And he's like, well, you know, you don't have to be. And that's that was a really big learning, just feeling comfortable with uh, asking the question that I would be too embarrassed to or that I know is interesting about someone. And in this format, you're allowed to go there and you're allowed to ask, ask that. And I, I mean, I don't think I've gotten much better at it at all, but it's a, it's a learning and a work in progress. So that's something I value a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think the interviewing skills are, I'm going to be really interested when I go back at the end of this and I go and listen to our first episode, Tiffany with Jihoon Rim. And then I go back and listen to the last recording that I did. If I can tell a difference just in how comfortable we sound, and I mean, I've had the pleasure of listening to every conversation just as executive producer and listening to how everyone else has evolved. And so I haven't been as reflective on myself yet, but it's really cool to see how much uh, everyone else has come into their own and feel more comfortable. They seem to feel more comfortable in their own skin when they're doing this. Um, I mean, I think it's like a very technical, droll answer, but just for me, the consistency of putting these out every single week during the semesters 
has been an incredible skill of learning, like how to build a process and how to come up with um, the managerial skills to make sure that all the people who need to be involved are actually involved in doing their parts, um, which isn't as like fun or sexy as the interviewing things, but was the hardest thing for me in terms of putting out these episodes. So that's been really cool. And you, I, I don't know if anyone realizes how much you did every single week. Like you would listen to everybody's episodes and I, and you also provided so much emotional support. I'm, I know I went to you all the time being like, I am, I can't listen to myself. I'm so anxious. Like I just, I can't, you know, fathom that idea. And you'd be like, you know, it, it's okay. Like, I think exactly what Maham just said, you know, you just provide this kind of, you're, that's okay. You know, just go at your own pace um, and I'm here. And if you want to talk about anything, I'm happy to be a sounding board. And I think that on top of all of the technical stuff um, that I, I don't know if it's a learning moment, but I really appreciated it. So just giving you some praise there. Yeah, no, don't I think I have to echo that because, you know, Daniel has literally run this like uh, an independent business business within Stern. And it's been really inspiring to watch you just own up, own, I guess, grow into that role, um, own this organization, own, the, uh, own Stern Chats and its development and, uh, and be there for everybody in so many different aspects where it's almost like uh, it's incredible to me how you've been able to do that all while being in school and while juggling everything else. So very, very impressed by you. And you deserve a lot of props for that. Thank you. I mean, Stern Chats has been like the majority of my second year MBA experience. It's been the biggest thing for me other than class and oftentimes more than class. Um, but everyone has it, right? I mean, it's, it's worth mentioning, Maham, you're an MBA MFA, which means actually... Maham's going to stick around next year. So this is like an intermediate yeah. farewell for Maham because she's going to be the uh, the tie over from this year's host class to next year's host class. Um, so that's pretty awesome. But like you're making movies in addition to doing this. And Tiffany, you run other clubs too. Um, and, you know, we all have our thing and this just happened to be my main thing at Stern. So I'm glad that it made your experience better. It's just... It's been such an important part of my time at Stern, and this was the little corner of NYU Stern that I carved out for myself, and I'm just glad to have been able to make it a good place for the 20 or so people that work on the show. You've definitely, definitely done that. And so do you guys have any final thoughts, any you know thoughts for future hosts? Maham, I'd love to hear your advice to your know new co-workers next year and oh my god maybe for potential students I don't know final thoughts I mean I would definitely say you have big shoes to fill because I've loved all the co-hosts but I'm sure everyone will be fantastic and have their own style and way of engaging but um I would I would actually I would almost give advice to people outside to other students outside of stern chats and saying that you know try to find ways to connect with your peers that goes beyond socializing or goes beyond an easy interaction because you'll find, as I've found, that sometimes the people I'm now most uh, aligned with are people who maybe on the surface were not those most similar to me. And it, it required having a conversation that allowed them and, and me to share what I'm truly interested in to, to connect. And, and Stern Chats has been a way 
to do that. So I would, I would recommend to people to, to try to find that in their own ways. That's so wise, especially I think, you know, after post post COVID and hopefully maybe in person next year, um, whether for the hosts or anyone else, it's almost like a clean slate, a blank slate, I'm bad at idioms. Um, and it, it's a new opportunity to build some of those norms of how people interact. So I think that's, yeah, really good advice. I just think that what you end up hearing isn't the exact conversation that happens. I think that's important for people to know that there's editing that goes on. And so when you're doing this as a host or you're listening, just remember that these conversations aren't perfect. There are bloopers, internet cuts out. Um, We ask a question, we talk over each other. And like everything, it's okay if it's not perfect. And it's okay if it feels real because that's what conversations are like and people speak over each other. Um, and, And so I think it's important to know that it doesn't have to be perfect and you will get better at it. And that was a really important lesson for me to learn early on in doing this, that if there's a, a pause that's too long or I can't think of a next question, that gets cut in post. Um, and I think it's important to remove some of the mystery from that process because otherwise it can feel a little bit overwhelming when you're out there having these conversations um, and you really just want to engage in the most uh, authentic and interesting way you can. Yeah, I think that's that's so true. And I remember kind of building off of that. I remember at the beginning when I'd get so caught up in the questions, I think it's so important to remember like these are these are people and if you treat it just like a conversation as if you were, I don't know, having a happy hour wine or coffee and all of a sudden you you if you run out of something to say that it's okay to have that like quick moment of silence and stare across the street or usually now because it's outdoors and allow that to happen. And then the conversation will come back. It, they're not, this doesn't have to be so structured. And usually that's, I think, when the best conversations come out. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It's to me, it's, I think of it as the airbrush effect with, with magazines or photos, like, there's definitely an airbrush effect to to the podcast, and um, it's it's not it's not perfect, but it's fun to try at least. And on a lighter note, specifically to next year's hosts, um, if you get to be in the studio, I'm pretty sure all of these hosts this year would love to come back for a special episode just to see that studio. Oh, a hundred percent. I I've heard so much about this mysterious studio, and I've never been able to go because I wasn't a part of Stern Chats the first year, so. Please, please invite us back. <laughs> well, Maham, you will be there. And then <laughs> Tiffany and I. <laughs> right, I forgot that too. <laughs> I, I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah, you just have, Tiffany and I will be waiting for our invitations um, to come back. And yeah, I mean, it's weird to say goodbye and to log off. But, you know, the good news is we still have Lauren and Kathleen and Melanie to reminisce on their time as Stern Chats hosts, but Maham and Tiffany, pleasure as always. It's been great, Thanks Danielle. for having us. Thanks for having us. Oh, hey, guys. Can't believe Hi, this Lauren. is... Uh, what's up? This is the last one, guys, the last Stern Chats episode. This is it. It's we a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, this is very bittersweet. Um, but uh, I guess we got to ask ourselves some questions, reflect, unpack in front of a audience. So with that. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll kick us off with a question here. Um, and uh, I'll kick it to you first, Melanie. Um, what are your favorite memories of Stern Chats from this past year? It could be from your own episode, from a co-host episode. You tell us. Hmm. Well, Lauren, that's definitely a difficult question. Um, I think if I had to choose, I have two favorite conversations, but they all really have been absolutely incredible. But first, my conversation with current Langone student Megan Fairchild was really memorable just because I grew up dancing. I got my BFA from Tish at NYU and I admired Megan kind of growing up dancing. And so being able to talk to her and hear her story was just absolutely incredible. And then I would say the second one I actually recorded with you and it was my last recording. So that definitely made it really special with Maria Velasaris. And she was just absolutely incredible because her career path wasn't linear. It was so thought out. And here she is now running her own empire, as she says, um, starting her own VC fund. And so just listening to that story um, was really inspiring. So definitely some huge career goals there. Well, and that's also like, a, it's really interesting you mentioned those two interviews because I know you have interests in, uh, to potentially pursue VC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why it's really past, special. A little bit of future. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Kathleen, what about you? I think for me, um, and this is a plug, I guess, for, for not being afraid to make cold outreaches, whether you're networking or in a stern chats capacity, um, because I read an article about Caroline O'Connor, the COO of the Miami Marlins back in December and saw that she was a Stern graduate. So I said, you know, why not? Let me just send her an email, um, which I did. And she responded just a couple hours later and said, sure, I'd be happy to be um, on Stern Chat. So it took us a couple months because she's a, a busy lady, has a lot on her plate. Um, so it took us a little while to find some time on her calendar, but we're eventually able to make it happen and just really enjoyed that conversation. That's was it um so in terms of just the, the the favorite part of the memory was it just being able to get somebody that high profile and and because they're a certain alum just that that connection or was there something in the conversation itself that took you by surprise? Yeah, I think it was both. Um I think it was being able to reach out and see that that um can can pay dividends in, in terms of really making a connection with various people that you're you're interested in. Um, and it was just the conversation as well that there are still, unfortunately, very few women in baseball that are at very high leadership levels. And that she was in that position, is currently in that position, is, was so willing to share her experience, her background. I, I really enjoyed that conversation. It's been so amazing how receptive the Stern community of alumni have been of wanting to come back and share their story on the show. Um, that's just been such a joy, you know, being able to reach out and knowing that they're more than eager to participate. So true. Yeah. And uh, not just alumni, but, you know, current students as well. I feel like we've interviewed a lot of Langones and I just, <laughs> they have like full-time jobs, they're going to school and they're still like, yeah, sure. Happy to jump on and share my experience. 
Totally. Lauren, what about you? Do you have any highlights that really stand out for you? No, and it was kind of a wash, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, my so my favorite memory, um, I, you know, I kind of took an approach this year of really wanting to interview my friends and classmates, uh, get to know them a little bit better. But um, with that, one of my favorite episodes was the Valentine's Day episode, and I interviewed Mariel and Sohail. And my favorite part that just I like still laugh at to this day, um, I asked the question, what's your partner's silliest fear? And Mariel, without even like blinking, which by the way, I know you don't hear blinking in the podcast, but it was like no pause. She was just like subway pants. (laughs) The funniest. Yeah. So apparently like Sohail is like, like when they get home, they have to change because he doesn't want like dirty subway pants on like clean furniture. And I just like, I was like, wow, that's a (laughs) hilarious fear. Um, so yeah, I guess it's the funny moments that stuck out, um, to me. And then actually my other like favorite memory from, uh, co-host episode was the one you mentioned, Melanie, I was, um, listening to the interview you and Maham did with Megan Fairchild. And what I loved about it was I just, she's such an incredible individual, but she continued to embody just fundamental stern characteristics of, um, you know, highly driven, um, you know, does well in competitive environments, but willing to be vulnerable and open and transparent and help those around her. And so I just, it just warmed my heart listening to you guys talk to her. So transitioning to um, growth mindset and and being always a person that's ready to grow and learn, what is something that you think that you learn from being a Stern Chats host? Melanie, I guess we'll start with you. Do you have any, any thoughts? Yeah, you know, I think before this, listening to podcasts, it seems like everything comes so easily. Um, And there's a lot of preparation, right, that goes on behind the scenes, doing research on the individual that's the guest, coming up with creative questions, being flexible during the conversation if things go a different route. So I guess I've learned a lot of interviewing skills in a way, which is an art in itself. So that's been kind of like a really great skill to, you know, kind of put in my back pocket. Um, Though there's definitely work still to be done. Um, But yeah, I think like that whole experience has just been really cool, kind of seeing the before, the during, and then actually listening to the episode once it airs. I agree. There's a lot of work besides just the people that are heard on the episode, but lots going on behind the scenes to make sure the episode comes together in a really seamless way. Yeah, exactly. And even the people actually doing the producing and the marketing, right? Like that's a whole other thing that a lot of people don't even think about too. Absolutely. Lauren, what about you? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, interviewing skills are number one for me. I, I have, had and still have, to be honest, a tendency to preamble. So uh, someone will say something and then I'll repeat what they just said and then ask it the follow-up question. And it's interesting being, you know, so in, in podcasting, it's like, no, you don't, you don't need to reaffirm that people just heard it. So <laughs> just learning how to, how to interview people properly for um, external listening or viewing or whatever it might be. Um, and I think the other thing I learned is, I'm, you know, or 
that I continue to learn is it's always kind of scary or intimidating going into it. I always get a little ner- rush of nerves and um, that never changes. I think with every interview, I, even if it's a close friend, it's almost more nerve wracking because you, you know, you want to make them look good. Um, but it's always worthwhile. Like you forget the nerves go away pretty quickly once you get in there. Um, and then afterwards you just are stoked and on this high of energy of just talking to somebody and having an interesting discussion for an hour, you know? So, um, I don't know if that's something I learned, but something you get used to. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I definitely also got nervous before every episode. It didn't, for me, that didn't change with the experience. Like even the, the episodes we did this this semester when you had some experience in your pocket, um, I still get nervous before the recording. But then you're right, it kind of fades away once you're in the conversation and just enjoying that that chat with whoever you're speaking with. Definitely. So wait, Kathleen, what did, what did you learn being a Stern Chats host? I think I would echo both of you. I think I did become um, better in interviewing. And I think one thing before Stern Chats and still kind of an area for improvement for me is having difficult conversations and not avoiding uncomfortable topics. Um, and I think in, in terms of the interview, I've found that people actually, if they see that you're coming from a good place, they don't mind if you ask something maybe a bit more sensitive or uncomfortable. Um, I think people do want to speak about those topics and and be authentic and honest in those ways. Um, so I think I've become a bit better about asking more challenging or difficult questions, um, knowing that, again, like if people see you're sincere and, and you're really coming from a good place, um, they're probably not going to mind that you're asking something that's a little bit more outside the box. Yeah, I agree with that as well. So I feel like for me, this has been such a large part of my Stern experience. Um, And so I'm curious, and I can go first um, to answer the question, but what has the impact of being a host, like what has that impact been for you guys? Um, And I'm so glad, you know, I did this. One of my favorite parts has been talking to prospective students. And a lot of them, uh, they'll just say, oh, you're actually on Stern Chats, aren't you? Oh, I listened to this episode. And, you know, <laughs> That's amazing. we know that people listen to our, this podcast, but actually hearing prospective students refer to it and say, oh, this is another reason why I want to attend Stern um, has just been really great. So curious what that is for you guys. You're famous. You're so famous. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because they also like don't know it's me. They just hear my voice. So it's like once they talk to you on the phone, they're like, your voice sounds familiar. Are you on certain chats? (laughs) That is funny. Um, Yeah. You know, I think the the impact chats um, has made on my certain experiences, it's just been – like all warm and fuzzy feelings. Um, I think it's been a really great excuse to sit down um, with friends that I feel like I know pretty well, but only in our stern environment and go, you know, eight steps deeper into like, who are you? What made you? What drives Mm -hmm. you? And that also has been able to make um, the stern experience just more, uh, 
heartwarming and real when you can start to, to understand people a little bit better. So, you know, for, from my perspective, again, especially interviewing uh, fellow classmates, it's been a great way to get to know folks. Um, and I think that really made a huge difference this year because of COVID, right? Um, I got to get to know you guys better because we would spend, you know, an hour prepping and then an hour interviewing somebody we both mutually were impressed by Mm -hmm. and then chatting about it and gushing about it afterwards. Um, so it was, um, a great way to be able to, uh, uh, create, um, and then deepen, uh, relationships during a time where, you know, relationship building was particularly hard. So I look back on this very fondly. I think that's a great point. Um, I don't know that the three of us, I think we've studied a lot of different things, haven't been in a lot of classes together. So I don't know if we would have necessarily crossed paths and built a relationship with one another had it not been for certain chats. So like you said, Lauren, whether it's um, getting to interview someone really interesting and and build relationships that way, or even amongst ourselves, it's just been a great opportunity um, to build stronger relationships within the CERN community. And I think um, obviously being in business school, it's a lot of quant heavy numbers, things like that. And that's been a wonderful opportunity to grow in that way. I didn't have a lot of experience in um, business before coming to school, but being part of CERN chats, it's also nice to build your capacity in a totally different area. So it's like completely uh, different part of your brain and different muscle that you get, get to work on um, being a part of CERN chat. So I've really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I feel like that's a big differentiator for Stern in general, right? I mean, you know, all business school has, um, schools have, you know, don't worry, you'll learn accounting, how to, you know, manage a balance sheet, finance, all that jazz. But Stern <laughs> is unique in that we learn more about growth mindset, right? From, you know, professors like Dolly Tug and like, um, you know, professors like Nate Pettit. And so I think being able to take that skill and apply it here in a platform where, you know, empathy and listening is key to being able to get a good conversation happening. Um, it's kind of, it's like a new, nice way to practice what we're learning in school, I guess. It's also been really amazing totally having those professors on the podcast and kind of oh, yeah. being on a different level with them, you know, outside of the classroom. That has been really cool too. So I guess we are coming to a wrap. Um, so before we sign off, any final thoughts, you guys? Um, I guess, like, if I had any advice for future hosts, um, it would be to just do this a lot. Set up as many interviews as you possibly can because the semester will be over before you know it. Um, and you'll wish there are people you interviewed that you didn't. And then in addition to that, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So um, just try to do this a lot if you get the chance to become a Stern host. I, yeah, I totally echo that. And I would build off of that. I think one of my biggest um, regrets from Stern, and of course it was impacted by the pandemic, but was not kind of striking up conversations with, um, you know, different people across classes, administrators, things like that. Um, I think I could have brought like a Stern Chats mindset to just my everyday life. And again, I think people more often than not, they're totally receptive to just strike up a conversation. I think I always thought, oh, people will think I'm weird. Like they'll ask themselves, why am I talking to that or or whatever? And like, I don't think that's the case. Um, I think people really want to share their story and everyone does have a story. Um, So I think that that's what I learned and that's what I would 
impart on other people is to just bring that mindset of curiosity and open-mindedness to to any conversation with a new person that you might be engaging in. Yeah, I love that, bringing the Stern Chats mindset to your Stern experience. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think, especially during COVID, I would urge incoming students to really make an effort and reach out and get to know your classmates. Um, and also reach out to alumni. I think that it took me a while to get comfortable to cold reach out to alumni. And I think this podcast helped me get comfortable with that. But kind of like what I said earlier, they've all been really receptive. And so I think if I can give myself some advice when I first stepped in, is like, if you want to have a conversation with that alum, just reach out to them on LinkedIn, find common ground. Um, you know, and you, you never know. And chances are they're more than willing to kind of hop on the phone with you. Well, guys, I think uh, women, ladies, friends, stern chat <laughs> hosts, people of the post chats. Anyways, um, we <laughs> I think we covered all of our bases. Any other like, just like, last thoughts, memories, things to say before we say goodbye forever. Unless we get asked back, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to future hosts. I don't think I have anything profound. This has been a great experience. So grateful um, for the opportunity to have been a host this past year. Yeah, this has been awesome. It's been just truly a wonderful experience being on, being on Stern Chat. So thanks for co-hosting with me both y'all and we'll thanks everyone for side. listening <laughs> yes special special thanks to everybody for listening us drone on in a good way thank you bye everyone <laughs>